Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Lift your hands, let us pray. Lift your hands everywhere. Just pray, ask God to speak to you. We have come before Almighty God and not before a man. And we want to hear from him. 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 We want to hear. We need to hear from him. We want to hear from him. Lift your voice, pray wherever you are. Bandolobo setotalika. Kemola skepalola prandolobo. Shatolia se kemola le paduka sketolabaka nimo sipaleke bendo bras kepala rimoda keloba kandobade bronde breba ripando lobo seton taleka le pakota sekeye lift your hands just pray say lord i need to hear from you i need to hear from you le pakola kamato sikosakaye le pandoba i've not come to hear from a man but I've come to hear from you, God. So speak to me. 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 Speak to me, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We need to hear from you. We need to hear from you. We need to hear from you. We need a word from Your perfect way, yes, Lord. There is no other way, Lord, that we should go. Let's sing it one more time. We need to hear from you. We need to hear from you. We need a word. opportunity to hear from you. We say, Lord, it's our prayer that we will hear from you this morning. For we, if we don't hear from you, we don't know what to do. Show us your perfect way that we will walk in it. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, have absolute control in this place. Fill me, Lord, 
totally let your will be done let your truth be spoken Lord in the name of Jesus we give you praise we give you glory let every ear that hears me be blessed in the name of Jesus your word declares that blessed our ears for the hear. let every ear hearing me today indeed be blessed that they may hear in the name of Jesus we thank you we bless you in Jesus name amen wonderful put your hands together and you may be seated in the presence of God hallelujah are you excited to be in church wow we've not danced in a while you know next week we want to dance some more okay so I want to ask you to come early do you get it? Come early because usually we are getting ready, then you are not here, so then you know the way it is. Then by the time you realize all the time is finished. So next week, come early. I'm talking to those of you at home also because some of you are saying, oh, but we, we are already here. But I know you, you, you log in at 10 past. Do you get it? But it's a pleasure to be here and to be in the presence of God. It's, it's great that God is keeping us alive. Put your hands together for God for keeping us alive. Wow. Great. So, I want to continue our discussion on a closer walk with Jesus. How many of us want to walk closely with Jesus? Yeah, I want to continue that discussion this morning. I know God has something for you, and I want you to be of... I, my prayer is that God will make you of quick understanding so that we can just go quick, quick, quick and get close to God. Somebody say amen. amen. Ephesians chapter number one is the piece of scripture. We want to read Ephesians chapter one. Ephesians chapter one. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints. We, let's all read together, okay? I'll explain to you why I want us to read together. Let's all read. Let's, let's do it. By the will of God. If you are at home, also read. Verse 2, grace. Verse 3, blessed be who has blessed us. Verse 4, according us. Before the foundation of the world. Wow. Put your hands together for the word of God. Now, I wanted you to read because if you don't read, then it's just hearsay. Do you get it? I heard the pastor saying. Do you get it? Then we'll go home. Then you, you say, I heard the pastor quoted a very powerful scripture. Then they will ask, what is the scripture? It's, oh, um, Ephesians something, but the scripture said, what a shock. <laughs> That's what the scripture said, what a shock. All right, so let's learn to read the scriptures because whatever we are saying, it's the scripture. If you don't have a scriptural basis for it, you have nothing. Please allow. What's happening? Okay. Anyway, say amen if you are this way. If you are this way. If you are this way, say amen. <laughs> Great. So, 
The Bible tells us, or in our discussion, we have seen that, look, if we are not close to God, we, we cannot walk with God. And for us to walk with God, we have to share his opinion. We have to have his understanding. And we have to be like him. The Bible says God is spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit. You can put it in another way. God is spirit, and they that walk with him must walk with him in spirit and in truth. Do you get it? So, anything you want to do with God, you can just replace it in the scripture. God is spirit. And they that do that thing must do it in spirit and in truth. Do you, do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You can just, any, this one, the Bible says worship. Do you get it? But anything you want, you want to sing with God, you must sing it in spirit and in truth. And you want to pray with God, you must pray it in spirit and in truth. Anything you want to do it with God, it must be in spirit and in truth. Do you get it? Uh-huh. God doesn't eat biscuits. Now you're coming to give him biscuits. No. Do you get it? Or clopper meat. It must be in spirit. Whatever you are doing must be in spirit and in truth. So we started to look at this. We saw many other things. But let's read Ephesians 1 verse 3. That's what we want to look at today. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Hallelujah. So I said to you last week that God has given us some blessings. How many are excited that God has given us blessings? Because the Bible says the blessing of God or the blessing of the Lord, it makes rich and adds no sorrow. Hallelujah. So a blessing is a good thing. But the blessings God has blessed us, they are spiritual blessings. I established that with you last week that these blessings we are talking about are spiritual blessings. Do you get They are not shoes and hair and a car and a house and all these things. They are spiritual blessings. And I said to you that this shoe, house, car, what I will eat, what I will drink, where I will sleep. It's not like God doesn't care about them or God doesn't think we should have them. If God didn't think so, but no, your Lord won't have a miracle car. Do, do, do you understand? Then it's the devil that gave him a car. No, God forbid. But God is interested in all those things. But God classified, we read Jesus himself, he classified all those things under little faith. He says, you are just like the Gentiles, like the unbelievers. This all ye of little faith. So he puts what you eat, what you will drink, what you will wear, where you will sleep, who you will marry, all these things under little faith. Hallelujah. Which we looked at extensively last week, so we can't go into. Then we saw from Hebrews 11 that when the, the people who are in Hebrews 11, who we call the heroes of faith. If the Bible says they are heroes of faith, then it means that they exhibited a certain high level of faith. So Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. They use their faith to believe in things that you don't see. Not a car. Things not seen. Hallelujah. So when we are rising in our, and I promise I'm going to teach you levels of faith. So when we are rising in our faith, we will get to a level when we are talking of proper faith in that sense. We are talking of things that we, could, we can't see. And our example was Moses. The Bible says when Moses was of age, 
He said, look, I don't want to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter anymore. It makes me a prince, but I want to give it up. Some of you must give up some things. Some of you must give up some relationships. Some of you must give up some favors. Some of you can't do the right thing because of some favors that you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He buys electricity and data. Hey, pastor, if he doesn't buy data, I can't join the service online. You know the way it is there. Yeah. So because of the, the data to join the service, so it's a spiritual entanglement. Yeah. Yeah, it's a spiritual entanglement. Yeah, it, it, you, 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 Pastor, you know most. I can't buy the data. So when he buys the data for me, then, yeah. I said it's an entanglement. Somebody say amen. I know Mildred is laughing at all. Mildred, I'm watching you. <laughs> do, do, you get, do you get what I'm saying? But he said, I no longer, why are you not putting the scripture? I no longer want to be called Pharaoh's the son of Pharaoh's daughter, I would rather suffer affliction with the children of God. And then, instead of enjoying the pleasures of sin, this is why people can't stop sinning. Let me say it like this. is why we can't stop sinning. Because sin is nice. That's why the, even the Bible, you see, you, you can say that, oh, my pastor is not spiritual. He said that sin is nice. The Bible, the Bible itself calls sin the pleasures of sin. So the Bible knows that sin is nice. Do you get it? Sin is nice. Pleasures. Of, but the, re, the, the, the reality is that it's for a season. The joy of it lasts, sometimes the joy of it lasts for three minutes. Beautiful. Sometimes the joy of it, it lasts for just three minutes. After the three minutes, unbelievable so- sorrow, sorrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what you are thinking about. I'm just talking about the season. You guys are making me divert from my message and my time is going. You see, like a glass of alcohol, boom, like that. It gives you for three minutes. Then from there, you can't, you can't remember anything. Yeah. And so, let's come and have a puff of that. Now it's even legal. Nobody can arrest you. So why should, so when you smoke it, it will take you higher. Wow. You'll be as high as a high school. Say, wow, I'm going to go high. But it's for a season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before long, as they say, the evil that women do lives before them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And lives with them after nine months. Look. (laughs) After a while, Tikoa said, Josko, look, after three minutes, you see that you start to see men like trees. Yeah. So he said, No, I'll rather exercise my faith. Next verse. He says, He looked for what could not be seen. He was looking for the person who could not be seen. Unseen things. Bro, sister, you are taking forever. Unseen things. That is real faith. Anyway, 
27, looking for whom cannot be seen. Who was invisible? Yeah. He says, I see him who is invisible. This is real faith. Do you get it? So, when the Bible says, come back to Ephesians, when the Bible says that God has blessed us with spiritual blessings, he's talking about things, I told you, this spiritual blessings refers to the things that we need to live a good Christian life. First to the gospel, the grace of God, the fruits of the spirit. This, when you look at the fruit of the spirit, what, love, joy, peace, temperance, gentleness, goodness, patience, meekness, kindness. Is there kindness? It's left with one. Faith. Long-suffering. It's left with not, no, long-suffering, yeah. Long-suffering. These nine things, they all help us to be good Christians. These are the things he's talking about. Spirit, and we must accept that Christianity is a spiritual work. If you don't accept it, and you, you, you look at Christianity as a carnal thing. I need a husband, so I've come to church. I need a job. Pastor Chris, pray for me. I need a job. Bishop said he was driving in town one day, and then somebody saw him in traffic, and he shouted, Pastor Chris, I need a job. Do you see? So you use God for a job. You will always be at a low level, and you will always be very far from God. But if we can step up into the spiritual, then our work with God will become nicer. Now, I will explain to you in a short while why we are usually like that. The reason is that we are always consumed by our current issues, our current challenges, our current problems. We are always consumed by it. But as your pastor, I am a messenger from God to you. Do you get it? So it's important that I tell you what God is thinking about you. As one prophet said, let me tell you the mind of God concerning you. I came here today from the corridors of heaven in the presence of Gabriel, Michael, and almighty God to tell you the mind of God concerning you. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Do you understand? So, look, let's read the scripture. John, 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 which one? John, John 8 or John 7. John 7. John 7, 28. We are going to read John 8 if we get a chance. But John 7, 28. Jesus, then Jesus cried. Then cried Jesus in the temple as he taught, saying, Ye both know, ye both know me, and ye know whence I am. And I am not come of myself, but he that sent me is true, whom ye know not. So Jesus established, you know where I'm coming from. And you know the one who has sent me. Verse 29. But I know him, for I am from him, and he has sent me. Jesus established here that it's God who has sent me. It's God who has sent me to you. So it's important that I tell you what God has asked me to tell you. Not what I feel that you know. Because when you are with people, after a while, you become affected by their problems and by their situations. And people are usually like that. Let's take, for instance, the children of the Jews, the children of Israel. After Jesus had come to save them and everything, when Jesus rose from the dead, the first thing they asked him was their problems. Straight, 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 straight. The, the children of the, their main problem was that they were under the Romans. Yeah, they were under the Romans. And, the, and, and because of the way the Jews are, 
it's not easy for them to be under anybody. They have their things they do. They have their cultures. They have their songs. They have their feast. When you read about it, you always see, and the feast of the Jews. And not, if, not, not one feast in one year. They have so many of the feasts. Passover, there's so many different ones. Now, before they could do anything, they had to get permission from the Jews, the, the Romans, who were rulers over them, to do so. It's like they were so oppressed. They were so disturbed. Look, they, they have the Sabbath. They don't joke with the Sabbath. No matter where, they, that, it's their cultures that have kept them apart. Yeah, that, that have kept them together, sorry. Their culture, their traditions, their way, their God, their way of serving God. They don't joke. For them, that's how to serve God. They serve God with their culture, everything. So, look, it, is, it was very difficult for them to be under oppression, to be under, to be under an apartheid. Which this case were the Romans. They don't look. Their Sabbath day starts from Friday, 6 p.m. Yeah, for the whole of Saturday. You are not even allowed to turn on the light. So if you know you are going to turn on the light, you turn it on on Friday and you leave it on. You can't wake up. You forgot to turn on the light. Then you wake up on Saturday and they don't. No, 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 no. It's work. They consider it as work. On the Sabbath, nobody is supposed to work. So they consider it as work. So you can't do anything. You can't cook. You can't do anything. If you are going to eat, you cook. You cook on Friday for Saturday. And those are the things that I've kept because they've tried to kill. Hitler alone killed six million of them. Still, they survive. Scattered them all over the world for 2,000 years. They still come. When they think they still come, the nation just comes back together like that. Because everywhere they are, they keep their customs, their culture, their traditions, their feasts, their, their rituals, everything. I don't think there's any nation in the world like that. Scattered, if we scatter South Africa for 2,000 years, when we come back, there'll be no South Africa. No, no, no. If we scatter the Zulus for 2,000 years, when we come back, there will be no, I'm telling you, nobody will even remember Shaka. That's what tells you that they are really a chosen generation from God. 2,000 years of scattering all of them. They come back, they just come, become a nation like that. Everywhere you find, even they are dressing, when you see them, they dress in a particular way. Wherever they are, in, whether they are millionaires or whatever, they dress in a particular way. Now here they are with some people who can tell them, don't dress like this. Don't eat at this time. Don't do this. So that was their main burden. So when Jesus rose, Acts chapter 1, when Jesus rose and he was, he was with his disciples, surprisingly, verse 4, Acts 1 verse 4, they, the first thing they asked him was, have you come to set us free from the Romans? That's it. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, ye have heard of me. Verse 5. Now look at it. Then John, to, for John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized not many days hence with the Holy Ghost. Next verse, verse 6. It says, when they were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? As he was talking about Holy Spirit, you will be baptized with power, all these things. The first thing they talk about, thought about, we are going to have power. Okay, if we have power, does it mean that now we are going to be free from the children? So our problems are ever, so Jesus had to correct the verse 8, which is the famous scripture we know. Jesus said, and you shall receive power. 
Do you see? But you shall receive. It's not, this is not the time for Israel and all these your things you are talking about. But rather you will receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part. Oh, Jesus had to redirect their minds. That this thing we are doing is a spiritual thing. It's not about saving Israel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... I mean, it's true. Uh, how many of us, if Jesus were to appear in church today, we will not ask, have you come to set us free from corona? I mean, look, let's be honest. We will, how many of you, that will be your first question. Some of you have even written it down already. You are waiting for the day he appears. You say, look, please, corona. Then after corona, please, have you come to bless my business? Yeah. Please, my business, my school, my children. I mean, that's how we are. So Jesus had to reorganize them and direct them that, listen, this thing is not about Israel. One day we will restore Israel, but it's not about Israel. Church of God, it's important that we all accept. You see, we all, or else we will, all, we will always be low-level Christians. Always. And God, we will, we will be walking in that direction, like I said last week. Walking in the direction that God is going, but we will always be far away. But this series is to teach us to walk closely with God. If you don't accept that Christianity is a spiritual thing, hey, we are, we are walking on the wrong walk. We'll walk, but we'll always be far. We'll walk because your eye will all... You, you can't, look, if you are hungry, you are hungry. You don't need a revelation from the Bible to know that you are hungry. Because your problems, they are ever with you. This morning, this dawn... As, as I was preparing, I, rem- I, I remembered a lady. We went to a function, and she was, she was leaving. It was around 1 a.m., this type of 1 a.m. type of leaving. She was leaving, and then she said to my wife, please, unbutton my, uh, she had some zips or locks, padlocks at her back. So it's, unbutton them for me. And I was wondering, why would she, she has not reached home. She's here. So I, I didn't ask. Usually, you know, these are not my, so I was quiet. Then, when my wife unbuttoned it for her, then she said, look, when I get home, there will be nobody to help me. Very successful lady. Not that a lady trying to, not this type of grade 12. People who cannot pass grade 12 still are looking for beloveds. Not that level type of. I mean, look, let's be serious. If you can't pass grade 12, how would you be able to choose a good beloved? No, like, I mean, you have not passed. You can't add or subtract. Do you see, like, addition, subtraction, multiplication, division. You can't do that. Or board mass. Board mass is a bracket of division, multiplication, addition, subtraction. You always subtract before you start dividing. How would you be able to know a good beloved? That's just by the way. Please, don't go and take me on at home, please. <laughs> but, that, but it's worth considering. Or what do you think? Yeah, I mean, you can't add. Hey, you have no business talking about a beloved. Yeah, board must before beloved, please. <laughs> and my time is really going, my God. Oh, was I saying before we came? Before we got to all this board mass, beloved situation. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it's a husband you need, it's a husband you need. You don't need a pastor to preach on Sunday for you to know that when you are at home, you are lonely. Do you get it? So if you don't intentionally switch to spiritual things, you will always be stuck in your problems. I need this. I need this. I need school fees. I need rent. I need this. And you will always be stuck there. And you always feel that God has not been good. So when you see somebody giving a testimony, you say, liars. Oh, if you didn't have this testimony, you won't serve God. Oh, there are so many people, they've not given a testimony. They are happy with God. Happy. I mean, H-A-P-P-Y, happy. Yeah, or somebody say S-H-A-M-E, happy. Yeah. No, I know some tribe, when they are, tri- when they are insulted, they say, oh, H-A-P-P-Y, shame. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I know them. I know them. Yeah. Hallelujah. So let's, let's focus on spirit. I'm, let me give you another reason why we should focus on the, the, the spiritual. In Luke, the famous story of the rich man and Lazarus, Luke chapter 16, verse 19, where it tells us of a certain rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen, who always fed sumptuously. And there was a poor beggar at his gate, full of stores, named Lazarus, desiring to be fed from the crumbs that fell from the, the rich man. And moreover, the dogs came to lick his stores. That, that story. Bible says that, and the poor man died, and Lazarus died, or and the poor man died, and was carried by angels into Abraham's bosom. And the rich man also died, and was buried. But the next verse says, and in hell, the rich man, he lifted his eyes, being in torment, and see a father, Abraham, Pharaoh, and Lazarus in his bosom. He cried, and blah, 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 blah. From this story, you see that when your life comes to an end on this earth, there's a portion of you that is taken out of you, which is actually the real you. Because when, the, when Lazarus died, the Bible says angels came to take, to carry him. And when the rich man died, the Bible says he was buried, so we can... Assume that then nothing happened. But the next verse tells us that as soon as he was buried, he arrived in hell. Look, you have a spirit. And that is the real you. And that is the you that must grow. That is the you that must grow. That is the you that must grow. If that part does not grow, even at the end of life, when life is over, you will realize that you've made a big mistake. Imagine you are dead. You see those funeral people who can... You remember those people? When you die, angels come from heaven. And then they'll be playing for Then they'll come and carry you. It shouldn't be that when they come, four angels have come from heaven. When they come, they say, oh, it's a small baby. We have wasted transportation to come. Only you. Then one person just takes you and puts you in their pocket like that. And he's so small, they put it. can't even fit in my pocket. No. It shouldn't be. It should be a grown, mature, spiritual man. Or spiritual baby. Huge. Then they come and carry you. You are not a baby. I say huge. Do your hand like this. Huge. Yeah. You see people.
people on this earth, physically, they are cute. But spiritually, the angel just can put you in his back pocket. It will not be you from today. Yeah. Cute. <laughs> yeah. But may we develop spiritually. And may we grow up spiritually. So I said, I'm going to share how to. I've now come to my message, but my time is up. How to develop spiritually. Because we need to develop spiritually to walk closely with God. Step number one. I'm going to give you a couple of steps, okay? How many of you like steps? Good. I also like steps. How to develop spiritually. Step number one. Make use of the gifts that God gives to you. Step number one. Ephesians chapter four. Ephesians chapter number four. We're reading from verse number seven. Make use of the gifts that God gives to you. But unto everyone, verse seven of us, is giving grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Now, this is not the gift I'm talking about. This is talking about the anointing on, on Christ. Next one. Wherefore he said, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity, captive, and gave gifts unto men. This is, the, this is what I'm talking about. He gave what? Gifts unto men. So, I mean, how many of you would like to have a gift? I mean, we always like gifts. Yeah, if I get a gift, I'm, 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 I like it. Oh, please give me a gift. I like it. I like the gifts. We all like gifts. We all want to know, have we inherited something? Have we won something? That's why they are always sending us messages. You have won half a million. You have won 200,000. Do you know why it works? Because we all like gifts. They know that it works. We all like gifts. So many years ago, I won 23 million. 23 million rands and a trip to Singapore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw it on my phone. They said I've won. <laughs> I told my wife, my wife said I shouldn't go and collect it. Yeah, that's why we don't have some things today. <laughs> so yesterday I was there when I got a call from some of these numbers that say that you have won something. <laughs> my wife said I should pick it up. I said, no, I'll pick it up. <laughs> I'll pick it up. It can't ring. I said, I'll pick it up. Because I know that if I pick it up and I've won, my wife will say I shouldn't go and collect it. <laughs> Look, they have used that scheme to, to uh, that scheme and scam to, to take money from people, to do people of money all the time. Because we all like gifts. But I know somebody who has given you a gift and it's not a scam. I said, I know somebody who has left gifts for us, and it's not a scam. He has left gifts for us, but that's not, it's not triple M. It's not a scam. Let's go on. Verse 9. It says, now he that ascended, what it is, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth. Verse 10. And he that descended into the, descended is the same also that ascended up for far above all heavens. Next one, next one, verse 11. And he gave 
Now he's beginning to talk about the gifts. Are you ready for the gifts? And he gave shoes. He gave some shoes. And some hair. And some cars. But he gave what? Apostles. He gave some. Uh, these are the gifts. So I said these are the gifts. These, I'm glad to introduce to you the gifts that God has given to us. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. Why? For the perfecting of the saints. God is trying to make you perfect. I said God is trying to make you perfect. The word perfect here means complete. Complete. God is trying to make all of us complete and perfect. How is he going to make it? Through the gifts that he has mentioned to us. For the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Edification means building up. For the building up of the body. God is making you perfect to use for his purpose. Yet, once again, back to the reason why he's doing to use you for the for his purpose, the reason why he saved you, so that the body can be built up. I see you being built up. Ha! From today, you will no longer be a child. You'll be built. You'll be huge. Yeah. From today, when they look at you, when Satan looks, do you know that Satan, he picks on the light ones? Picks on the easy targets. Don't you know bully? Satan is like a bully. Satan is the original bully. The greatest bully of all time. The original, original. He went to the Garden of Eden to bully Adam and Eve. Yeah. And bullies, they just pick on small people. So you are smaller than I am. You, they never pick on their size. And usually bullies are not strong. Yeah, they never pick on their size. They pick on somebody who is smaller. But because you are always small, they can pick on you. Small, no, they make sure you are hurt. Small, they make sure you are offended. Small, they make sure that you are heartbroken. Small, they make sure you are discouraged. Small, they make sure that you don't want to walk again. Small, they make sure that you are tired. Like that, so that you can't run. But from today, you will be huge. Yeah, huge. I see somebody becoming like an elephant. Yeah, nothing can move you. Nothing can move you. Yeah. Next verse 13. Now he's explaining what will happen on when you when you receive the gifts, when you use the gifts. He says, till we come, till we all come in the unity of the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man. God is trying to make you a perfect man. It's like these gifts are supposed to build you up. To perfect you, to make you complete and make you, make you perf- a perfect man. A perfect man. And to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Of Christ. When you receive the gift, the job of the gift is to make you become like Jesus. Make you in the fullness of... Jesus is the standard, not any man. Jesus is the standard we are trying to attain. Not any man. No, not any man. Not any man. No. We may be following, but we are following to get where? To Jesus. To the fullness. Not half of Christ. Not quarter of Christ. But the fullness of Jesus Christ. Next verse. That ye henceforth, from that point, that you will no longer be children. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about 
by every wind of doctrine and by the slight of men and their cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. When you grow up, you will never be deceived anymore. Yeah, you'll never be deceived. I mean, by my experience, when I see my children doing something, I know where it will end. I don't have to use the prophet. How many of you, when you see the children doing something, you know the end. You don't, you know that, you know that what you are doing, you will by all means fall down. Why, why do you know? You have seen it, ah, you have grown up. So when you see, you know, you will fall down. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's, oh no, me, I'm different. I'm going to do that. You will fall down. And from a, sometimes, because the children are stubborn, you just leave them so that they will fall down. When they fall, they'll see that, hey, daddy was right. What they, don't, they didn't know that. When daddy was that age, his mother also told him, you will fall down. And he said, me, my legs are very long. I cannot fall down. I'm solid. I'm, I'm prepared. I'm organized. Then he also fell down. Then he learned from that day that when you do that move, you usually fall down. <laughs> yeah. You, you, oh. One day, I don't like telling this story. One of my, one, one lady, she came to show me her trial results. Trials. Trial. I like to see people's results because you are able to project where they are going. Do you get it? So if you see it early enough, grade 10, grade 11, you can show them. Where I, I know a girl. I told, I told her exactly. I said, you, when you finish it, you will get 46 points. She got exactly 46 points. All the girls. I said, this one, you get an A. This one, you cannot get an A. No matter how hard you work, you will get a B. And it came exactly like 46 points. That is, if you see it early and the person is ready to work. Because usually you see it early. They are also not ready to work. They are just there watching Telemundo. Do you know Telemundo? Yeah, a Spanish version of, <laughs> yeah, watching Telemundo. Yeah, Telemundo. Or they are watching the Queen. <laughs> if you are writing Matrix this year, you have no business watching the Queen. If you have been watching television, you are writing Matrix this year, but you have been watching television, January, February, uh, Corona, January, February, March, Corona, Corona, Corona. Look, you have to go and detox of all the television. You can't pass with watching television. What was I saying? So she came to show me that. When I look at the thing, I, I look at it. I was laughing. I say, you would do cooking and eating. <laughs> I was just laughing. I just look at it. I say, you would do cooking and eating. Oh, pastor. I said, at this time, cooking and eating. And that's what she did. It's not, it's, it, why are you all quiet? You, you are making me feel bad. No, you are making me feel... Why? What did I do? Hannah, let me see your results, okay? <laughs> no, it's not prophetic. I didn't, I didn't prophesy. The facts on the ground told me that this one, binary numbers, cooking and eating. There's no other way. <laughs> I'm coming to that. Hallelujah. Please, I've forgotten where. Okay, let's stay here. Now, church of God, we need, look, the way God is trying to help us to grow spiritually is by sending us pastors, teachers, apostles, prophets, evangelists to help us to grow. To help us to grow. Hallelujah. 
We are blessed to have a, a great apostle of our generation feeding us and teaching us. A classic pastor teaching us and feeding us regularly. Everything I'm preaching is what he has preached I'm preaching to you. For, for many years, yesterday we were talking about those days in Kolegono. Yeah, when we were back in Kolegono, many years ago, almost 20 years ago, when Pastor Priscilla Dems were small boys. Pastor Priscilla, he has been a small boy before, okay, please. He wasn't born old. Yeah. When they used to sit upstairs, they were, they were a group of ruffians. Do you understand ruffians? Do you understand the word oh, rascals? Uncontrollable. When you are preaching, you can't control them. Gangsters. Gangsters. Hooligans. They were, they were a gang. If like ask, ask, ask Yvonne. They were a gang. I'm telling you a true story. They were a gang. Do you understand gang? Yeah, like the gangs in the Cape Flats. A gang, then they'll be up there. Yeah, when the praise and worship starts, they'll be standing there, then they'll be doing their hair like that. Then they will allow us to dance a little. Then they will start coming from the top. Then they will start doing their hands like that. Then they are coming. When they come down, they will control the whole church, hooligans. Hey! Then they will be going backwards. Back. Hey! Where do you think he learned those his moves from? Then they will be going back. Hey! Hooligans. Then be, when you are preaching, the whole place is quiet. Then they will shout, da, 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 da. Hey! Look, imagine you have these people as your church members. I'm telling you, <laughs> you don't understand. Look, you are preaching home. You have made a very important point. The whole place is quiet. Like when I talked about the cooking and eating. The whole place is quiet. Then one of them will shout, da, 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 da. then they will all respond, Boa! Hey, the bishop will be preaching to them. You guys, sit down and listen to the preaching. I tell you, you can't just come to church and make noise. Sit down like that, preaching, preaching. Today we have Pastor Presser. Today we have Pastor Presser. What can turn a hooligan into a pastor? Preaching from an apostle. A gang hooligan, not just a hooligan, but a gang one. Because gang, gangs are already anointed. They're already anointed. Please don't tell him. I see that he's not around. Don't tell him, okay, please. Yeah. My God. My heart is beating too fast. Ah, oh, he's the one recording the thing. Hey, what a shock. I thought he was not here. <laughs> what can Ken again and his squad? Quite a number of them are on the mission field today. That group of hooligans. Look, you see, you see, there was some time we had some boys who come around. They don't see that. They are children. They, they just disturb themselves. These guys, they disturb the service. They disturb the service. What can turn such, such people into pastors? Preaching from an apostle. Preaching from a prophet. Preaching from a pastor. Yeah. Preaching. So God has sent you a gift to help you to grow. He says that you will grow through, through these things. You will grow. We are not, this one will come to it later. Through these things, you will be built up into the measure of Jesus Christ. Yeah, you will be built up into it. 
It's through the gifts that, through the preachings, through the teachings. So when you allow somebody, or when you sit at home, or you sit in a company or in a group, to denigrate, desecrate <laughs> your pastor. Basically, what is being done is that you are destroying the same gift that God is using to build your life. I think I can take off my jacket now. Oh no, the gloves are still on. They are not off. Today is a friendly match. No, it's a friendly match. It's not Barcelona versus Manchester United. Hey, what is their name? Bayern Munich. What a mess. See. What a mess. Como ça va? Ça va bien. Merci. Look. When you allow somebody to... You see, it's like you have a... A, 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 a bottle of Coca-Cola. Beautiful drink. How many of you like Coca-Cola? I mean, the doctors advise us against it. But still. But still. Still. I'm looking for it in the Bible to see whether it will be in heaven. Look. But if you have this, you're nice on a hot afternoon, chilled Coca-Cola with a slice of lemon in it. And it's looking at you nice. And the glass is sweating. And you yourself, you are hot. So you want to just drink it. And and then somebody just put a small drop of cyanide. Just small. Not a big one. Just a small. Just a drop. Into it. You can't drink it anymore. Sometimes they just make a comment. Oh, this is your pastor. He doesn't care about you. That's it. They have finished you. Cry. And then, you see, the thought is that they are finishing the pastor. But no. They are finishing you. Because the gift is directed to to your benefit. If you want to finish me, you have to destroy my pastor. I say it again. If you want to finish me, you have to destroy my prophet. You have to destroy my, my pastor. Do you get it? But if you you start me, you are destroying, you are the one who is being cut off from your gift. So immediately you can't receive, because the same way you can't drink that Coca-Cola again, you can't receive again. Yeah, you can. And as for anybody, you will see something bad. If you are brave, I mean, if you are as brave as you look, if you like stand up and come and stand, let's put the camera on you. And let me ask only five people. Five, I need volunteers. Let me ask anybody, anybody, do you want to... Do you want to volunteer? How about you, Leah? You look very sharp today. Your makeup, everything is simple. Do you, do you want to take a chance? Oh, you should take a chance. We'll give you 100 rands after that. Okay, 1,000 rands. You don't like 1,000. Come on, maybe take a chance. Maybe take a chance. Yeah, if you like, take a chance. I'll even call your best friends. You will see the things they will say about you. Your best, I'm not talking about your enemies. Your enemies, they're so, they, they hate me. Haters, haters, haters are haters. They will always be haters. Yeah, no, I'll call your best friends. That's where they'll start telling you things. Say, hey, you. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's the next point. We'll come to it, but our time is finishing for today. That's where they'll start. So if they put me under the microscope or they put your pastor under the microscope, by all means, they will find something. Unless it's not a human being, unless it's an angel, they will by all means. And there are some people, if you bring an angel, they'll find something. They'll find something. Oh, the light is too bright. His feathers are too long. He's too tall. Yeah, one of the accusations I've had is, I'm too tall. 
Yeah, I'm too tall. I'm too tall. It's like I feel I'm, they don't say it like that. So he, he's, he's proud. And tall people are always accused that they are proud because of the height. But from the time I was born up to today, I've never seen a tall man praying that he should be short. But all short people pray that they'll be tall. Anyway. Why did they choose Saul to be the king of Israel? Because he was taller than everybody. That's all. Yeah, so to be tall, it makes you... <laughs> anyway, I don't know why you are talking about it. I'm talking about finding... If you find fault with your pastor, immediately, immediately it destroys your ability to receive that thing that will make you grow to now become like Jesus. To now become like Jesus. So you can't receive anymore. You can't receive. Jesus said he came unto his own. His own means John 1 verse 11. He came unto his own. It means the people that he was sent to. He came to them. Even Jeremiah three fifteen says, I will give you pastors after my own heart. God is the one who gives you a pastor. God wants to grow you so he gives you a pastor. And they will feed you with knowledge and understand. Why do you think that you read the Bible you don't understand? But when you come, there's a preaching on it or there's a book on it. When you read it, oh, this verse, this is what it is actually saying. This is what it means. That is the work of the pastor. So you receive it from their teachings, from their writings, all the things. Even as Ida was singing the song that we were watching today, at the point she said, some people think that if God wants the gospel to come to everywhere, he will let the gospel come to them or he will take them to the gospel. You will find a way. You listen, you hear it as you, as you are there. God is using it. I'm coming to John 1. 12. God is using these gifts to grow you. Many things, many things I did not understand. I understood through listening to the preaching of my pastor. Through exposing myself to the preaching of my pastor. Yeah. Jesus said he came unto his own. That is Jesus Christ. He was talking about himself. He came unto the people he was saying that the best pastor in the world, though, the best pastor you can think about, the best gift you can think about, Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, he came unto his own. But guess what? His own received him not. His, the people he has sent to, they did not receive him. If it was Peter Marisbeck, he came to Peter Marisbeck, but Peter Marisbeck received him not. His own did not receive him. But at verse 12, it says, as many as received him. The people who received him, guess what? He gave them power to become the sons of God. He gave them. To get his power, you must receive him. You must receive him. Until you, look, one day I met a lady. I'd been seeing her in the church, trying to be dancing in the church and roaming around in the church. Then one day I had a conversation with her. I spoke to her for about half an hour. When I finished speaking to her, I went to her. When I went to her, she sent me a message. Thank you for speaking to me. Then at the end of the message, she wrote under, you are my guardian angel. It was my first interaction with her. I said, I want you to know that you are my guardian angel. Yeah. From that day, anytime I talk to her, I'm even careful what I say. Very, very careful what I say. We, this lady, she even got into trouble one day. One day, she got into a big trouble. Because of how she had received me. Yeah. Because of how she had received me. Big trouble. I mean, no, I'm not talking about antelope, elephant trouble. 
Yeah, she almost backslid. All her problems started from that, when she had that problem. For about two months, she went under the radar. Then all her problems started. Then, by the grace of God, she found her way back up. Yeah. Yeah, she said, you are my, I said, she said to me, I want you to know that you are my guardian angel. From that day, anytime I talk, I, when she asked me for advice, I want to go and pray about it first. Yeah, because I have the fear that if I make a mistake, I've destroyed somebody's life. Yeah. If you don't receive the gift, you can't receive the power. I'm closing in three minutes. If you don't receive the gift, Lungani, you can't receive the power. The thing that will make you grow into a perfect man, you can't receive it. And that's what the gift here. The person who's carrying the gift, they have problems. Sometimes marital problems, sometimes financial problems, sometimes this problem, that problem, an educational problem, this, that, this, all any problem you want to think about, he may have it, but you have to receive it. You see the way the church is quiet. That's when Pastor Prince and his school they will shout, ta 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 power. Change the whole atmosphere in the service. I'm telling you, <laughs> you are laying hands on somebody, then they will shout, ta 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 power. Unbelievable. What was I saying before the ad break? I heard Bishop telling a story about the former Russian president, Boris Yeltsin. When Boris Yeltsin was Russian president, look, Boris Yeltsin, they know him from time immemorial. Drunkard, drinks heavily. I mean, heavily, vodka, heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I even heard that the vaccine that the Russians have found for corona, it's only vodka that is inside. <laughs> they just give you a shot, pew, and then that's it. <laughs> when you are drunk, you don't know that you have the disease. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, they are, it's based on the analysis. If the, the alcohol can kill the virus when it's outside, then if it goes inside, it should kill it inside. That's all. Pew, that's all. <laughs> that's Donald Trump's analysis. That's why I said we should drink the sanitizer. <laughs> now, Boris Yeltsin, back to Boris Yeltsin. Now, look, one, one, Bishop was saying that one day he was invited to Ireland. When he landed at whilst they were flying, he had been drinking on the flight. He was drunk. When they got to the tarmac, he was drunk in the aeroplane asleep. They couldn't wake him up. They couldn't revive him. So the Irish president, they were all waiting for him for four hours. He was drunk. They had to let him wake up. Then they revive him. Then he comes out. The way you all always see fellow, fellow South African coming very nicely. It's all prepared and organized like that so that he comes out drunk. But next to him was a small briefcase. Do you know what was in the briefcase? The nuclear bomb codes of Russia. Next to the drunkard. He just has to open it and press, pick, 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 and the world will start going kaboom, kaboom, kaboom. Ta 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 ta. Yeah. All of them have it. Donald Trump, unfortunately, Donald Trump has one. Yeah, all the superpowers, they always have it. They have, the, they have what we call the nuclear codes. They only give it to the president. And they change it regularly and they update him every morning. So just in case they hear that. Um, Pakistan has targeted a bomb towards the just pressed boom, then Pakistan is no more. They all oh, Russian and Boris, this man who was drunk, 
he had the power. He can be drunk, but he still got the power. Yeah. He may not be your choice, but he still got the power. He may not be the one you prefer, but he still got the power. Yeah. But no, he may not be the type. I mean, I wish he could talk. You say, I wish when he's talking, he will talk with such authority and such power. And then he will speak to us. You know the way Archbishop Duncan Williams talks? They say, the other day, Elijah, Elisha, and Moses, and the other generals were around. You would think he was there. Yeah, when he told you, you would think, I mean, the other day, I was talking to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It's like, they are, just the other day, just three days ago. <laughs> This morning I was listening to him. He said, he was talking about your gift. He was talking about the fact that your gift, giftings, anointing, skills, and ability don't, does not equal you to a father. They don't make you a father. It doesn't, you don't, it doesn't make you the same as the father. Yeah. And he was saying that he has sons who have giftings. When it comes to mega churches, they have more churches than him, more pastors than him. But he's still their father. He has, he has, he has, he has sons who are, who, 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 who are accurate prophets. I mean, he said their, their prophetic gift is, is like laser guided, laser sharp prophetic giftings. And he was saying one day one of them came to see him. He said, uh, um, Papa, 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 I saw that this is going to happen. So we must do say, look. You may be a seer, but I'm an overseer. (laughs) My God! (laughs) He said, you may be a seer, but I am an overseer. Yeah. The fact that you see doesn't make you the overseer. He said, you can't scare me with these, your dreams. Yeah, it's true. I know your dreams are accurate and direct, but I'm an overseer. (laughs) <laughs> Authority. I, wish, I wish he could prophesy with a laser guided accuracy then I, whether I prophesy with, a, with laser with uh, infrared or with bluetooth or, or with a wifi hotspot I still got the power yeah I still got the power I still got the power it's so sad that I have to remind you this morning, but I still got the power. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's not as gentle. You see, if it could be gentle, you see, if it's as gentle as, as a dove. As a dove, as Pastor Pressel, yeah, gentility. As Pastor Pressel. Pastor Pressel is not gentle, he's just tired. He has used all his energy for rough things when he was young. Now he's tired. He has run out of data, I'm telling you. Kitty, please forgive me at home. <laughs> I still got the power. It says, as many as received him, to them, he gave the power. He gave the power that he had. He gave it to them. He gave it to them. He gave it to them. Until you receive, you cannot. Yeah. Then they became sons of God. Just ex- they became like him. They became sons of God. They became like Jesus. When he gave them off the power that was with him. Now, those who didn't receive, they didn't become sons. 
Now, mind you, when Ephesians was written, there was no Bible. So I want to sit at home and read the Bible myself. Please tell me when five minutes is up, I've closed. I want to sit at home and read the Bible. That's why those people never amount to anything. That's why they don't become anything. Oh, but I have a copy of the Bible. It has all the 66 books in the Bible. I've got to read it myself. I've got to be born again. I've got to be a powerful Christian. The Lord is going to move through me. That's why they don't become anything. They don't become anything. When he wrote Ephesians, they were now writing the Bible. So when he was seeing these things, he said, look, listen to the teachings that the apostles, the prophets, the pastors, the evangelists, all of them affect you in one way or another. All of them affect you in one way or another. And through that, you grow. Through that, you do what? You grow. You grow into what? The, full, the measure, the stature of the measure of the fullness of Jesus Christ. You now start to become like Jesus. You start to become like Jesus. Yeah. So from today, open up your heart. Hello in English. Open up your heart. Hello in Zulu. Open up your heart. So that the gifts that God has given to you can reach you. Or else you will be cutting yourself. You, not, not, not Mina. Mina, my pastor will preach at 2 o'clock this afternoon. I will open up my heart and listen to him. Yeah, open up my heart and listen to him. Yuna, your pastor is preaching right now. I say Yuna, your pastor is preaching right now. Your pastor is preaching right now. Open up your heart. Open up your heart. Hey, as for me, I know these things already. Of even distance, I know all of them. I thought you were coming to how to develop a character. Read your Bible, pray every day. Read, I've been telling you, read your Bible, pray every day. Where has it gotten you to? Have you even been reading it? Let's not talk about it today. Next week, we talk about truth, telling the truth. Telling the truth. Next week, we talk about That's the next point. We talk about it and we'll be blessed. But I want to bring this service to a close. I pray that from today, anything that cuts you off, anything that limits you, anything that has tainted and dented your pastor's image in your eyes, that evil spirit will be removed from there so that from today you will be blessed. From today you can grow. You can be fed that you can grow. Any, any cyanide that has been poured into clear water that God is serving you with that today it will, be, it will be disinfected it will be taken out of it so that you begin to grow from there you begin to grow into the fullness into the stature and the measure of Jesus Christ himself stand to your feet just pray for yourself shortly I don't know I, I, I feel strongly that this is the spirit that is moving around but I want to pray today that that spirit will be taken out of you that will be taken out that you can freely freely maybe it's offense maybe it's bitterness maybe it's unforgiveness maybe it's something you have heard maybe it's even something you have experienced mind you satan is trying to destroy your gifts from benefiting you pray for yourself wherever you are for a minute or two we just just pray for yourself wherever you are god is always there to help us god is always ready to help us god he said call on me i'll answer i'll show you great and mighty things that you know not of call on me and i'll answer you i'll show you great things i'll show you mighty things that you know not of us yes pray wherever lift your hands just pray lord help me help me oh god 
Lord, help me. Any hindrance in my life right now that cuts me off from the gift that you have given unto me. Help me to overcome it. Help me to overcome it. Set me free. Your word declares if the Son therefore set you free, you shall be free indeed. Set us free, Lord. Set us free. Open our hearts that you reach to us. You reach to us. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Pledging my life, serving you is my desire. I won't be holding back at all. Lift your hands wherever you are. Let's all sing this song. I'll open up my heart. I will open up my heart. Ready for your holy fire. I'll let you into my mind and into my soul. Pledging my life, serving you. Holding back at all, responding to your call. One more time, I will open up my heart, ready for your holy fire. I will let you into my mind and into my soul. I won't be holding back at all, responding to your call. Oh, I will open up my heart. I'm ready for your holy fire. And I will let you into my mind and into my soul. Lord, I am pledging my Serving you is my desire. I won't be holding back at all. Responding to your call. Father, we lift our hands to you. Say, Lord, send forth your mighty power. And heal every heart that is represented in this service. Whether present in church or watching at home. Touch our hearts. Open our hearts to receive the gifts, the apostles, the pastors, the prophets, the evangelists, and the teachers that you have sent to us. That we will be built up, will be built up to perfect us and prepare us for your work and to edify us and to build us up in the that we no longer be children. Lord, I cast childishness in this church from today in the name of Jesus. Let everyone that is a child begin to grow, Lord, from today. May they begin to grow. I 
come against any force any issue any activity that prevents them from growing may they begin to grow in the name of Jesus I cast every genetic disorder that stops them from growing from today may they grow may they grow as they hear your word may they grow as they serve you may they grow as they fellowship in your presence in the name of Jesus that we will not be deceived anymore in the name of Jesus we give you glory we give you praise open our hearts Lord let our hearts be open that we will be among them that Jesus said as many as received to them he gave power to become sons of God even those who believed on his name make us believers on his name in the name of Jesus we give you praise lift your hands and just thank God wherever you are today every spell that is over your life a spell is not, not necessarily moody but something that charms you any charm that is over your life that prevents you from growing is broken today it's broken today it's broken lift your hands and thank God right now just thank God thank God right now every charm any charm that is over your life any spell that is over your life that you can't break out of so that you can grow spiritually is broken right now it's broken right now we give you praise we give you glory we give you praise we give you glory in Jesus mighty name and everybody said amen oh say a nicer amen you can clap your hands deliverance is coming our way Next week, God willing, we continue with this, our interesting series. Hallelujah. It's going to get more interesting. It's going to get exciting. Hallelujah. You are here this morning and say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want to receive him that I'll become a son. I want to receive him that I, that to become my Lord and my Savior. You are here like that. You are watching me from home. You are here like that. I want to pray with you quickly as we bring this service to a close. If you are here like that, please every eye close, every head bow. Just lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Pastor, I want to go to heaven when I die. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray. If you are at home also, I want to pray with you. Pastor, I want to go to heaven when I die. I want to ask Jesus to be the Lord and Savior of my life. If you are like that, lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Lift, if you are lifting your hand, lift it high above your head. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. If your hand is up, come to me. I'll just pray with you quickly. You lifted up your hand. Come to me. I'll pray with you. My sister, come. I'll pray with you. Don't worry. Pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Father, thank you for these ones. Let their salvation be established in you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Wonderful. After church, somebody will come and speak to you. Okay, God bless you. Put your hands together for them. Wow. You may be seated in the presence of God. 
Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.